0: Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Andy coming to you live from Yorba, Linda, California for the living, fearless Devotional,
1: A production of ResurrectMinistry.com where we're harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel across the entire world. If you are interested in checking out some of our content, we have all of our old podcasts. We have some articles that I've written. Oh, are you trying to beautify my face? Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Look at that. Now I've got like touch up. Uh, And we have books that you may be interested in, pastors you may never have heard, worship bands to listen to, and we have a comment section. Our favorite part, drop us a line, send us a prayer request, offer to pray for us. We love that. Um, Any questions you may have, I'm a former Muslim, Andy's a former police officer. Any questions you may have about the war, about what's happening in Gaza, anything we can help you with, we love to hear from you. Please um, don't hesitate to reach out. And if this ministry bests you in any way, Um, you can click the donate now button and partner with us.
0: Absolutely. Make sure and comment and let us know what you think about the devotional or about our comments. If you disagree or agree, uh, both are welcome. If you have anything to add to the conversation, and as Hedy has said, if you have any questions about um, anything else, we welcome those questions. And in particular, we would love to hear your prayer requests so we can uh, make sure and address those at the end
1: and before the show's out yes if you want to put your prayer requests in the comment section we will um add those explicitly in our closing prayer
0: then down in the description if you're watching this on facebook youtube twitter not twitter that's our x it's x but it's the 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 comments aren't on there or the description is not on there uh, but LinkedIn is also in Rumble. Uh, you have our sponsors. We have LifeWise, which is a great company that has these great products right here, like Clarity and Dream. Dream oh, dream, gets you to sleep. And Clarity wakes you up and gets you going and gives you some what? Clarity.
1: Clarity. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Give them all a try. Give them all a try. That's and um, Oh, the other one that I love is uh, this uh, Restore. Uh, I have this knee that I really jacked up the other day. And um, when I take it, I I completely feel a difference. I love that. It is awesome. It's amazing. It truly is amazing. Uh, And then uh, StreamYard, which we are using right now to broadcast to you. If you have anything you want to say to your friends about maybe a, a hobby you have or a skill you have, that you want to teach them how to use a camera, perhaps, or take pictures, you can use StreamYard to broadcast in all the platforms I just told you. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Twitch, Rumble you have you name it and you can usually broadcast not instagram though we're hoping to do that or TikTok, the chinese propaganda tool called tick-tack TikTok.
1: tick-tack tack i think that's what my mom
0: calls it <laughs> oh yeah thanks our scripture that we're going to be reading today is leviticus 19 1 through 4. so get that ready in your bible because we'll be uh, reading that in just a few minutes we are going to be reading from Uh, A.W. Tozier for the Christian leader. Now in the book, it says November 11th, but it's actually November 12th. There's a little bit of a typo. Uh, And so on the second November 11th, (laughs) it is titled Be Ye Holy. Amen. And the scripture reference here is Leviticus 1 through two that says, and the Lord spake unto Moses saying, Speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel and say unto them, ye shall be holy, for I am the Lord, your God, am holy. No one whose senses have been exercised to know good and evil, but must grieve over the sight of zealous souls seeking to be filled with the Holy Spirit while they are yet living in a state of moral carelessness or borderline sin. Such a thing is a moral contradiction. Whoever would be filled and indwelt by the Spirit should first judge his life for any hidden iniquities. He should courageously expel from his heart everything which is out of accord with the character of God as revealed, as revealed by the Holy Scriptures. At the base of all true Christian experience must lie a sound and sane morality. Sound and sane morality, which we yes. really lack today. No joys are valid. Wow. No delights legitimate where sin allowed to live in life um, or conduct. See. No transgression of pure righteousness dare excuse itself on the ground of superior religious experience.
1: Like no taking peyote to meet God, like that. dang <laughs>
0: To seek high emotional states while living in sin is to throw our whole life open to self-deception and the judgment of God. Be ye holy is not a mere motto to be framed and hung on the wall. It is a serious commandment from the Lord of the whole earth.
1: And, you know, oh, sorry. Father, deliver me from moral carelessness and borderline sin. I commit myself today in the power of the Holy Spirit to a holiness of life that will be pleasing to you. Amen. Amen. So I literally had that experience. It's actually quite popular now. And you know, I brought it up to you because I I must admit, at first glance, I didn't realize that it would be that negative of a thing. But um, people are doing uh, what's called ketamine therapy now, um, which is a hallucinogen of one sort or another. And I actually had a Catholic therapist who was encouraging me to do one of these because whenever you have latent trauma or um, traumatic life experiences, sometimes they encourage you to do this to basically unwrap or to reveal what hidden trauma you have that you're suppressing.
0: Is this what they call a microdosing? Is that-
1: they would microdose ketamine. Mm. Yes. So it's in a surgical, it's in a medical setting, blah, blah, blah. But... Um, But so these dudes that I was taking this class, the prophetic ministry class were like, you absolutely cannot do that. It's like any attempt to break God's veil between the spiritual and the physical without it being led by God is demonic and Mm -hmm. dangerous. And you can totally realize that after you, after you, you think of the explanation and saying, if you are meant to have a spiritual experience, a vision, a voice, whatever it may be, God needs to effectuate that, not you taking something uh, to make that happen. And that makes that makes total sense. And I and I told my therapist at the time, even though I didn't have that explanation, I said, you know what, whatever God is hiding in a box in my head, I do not want to forcefully open that box because I'm not inclined to want to see what's inside of it. <laughs> I mean, he wanted me if he wanted me to see inside of it, he wouldn't close the box,
0: right? right? Sure. What is, is, where, I guess is a better way to start the sentence, where is the demarcation point?
1: Mm, Demarcable big (laughs) bird. I love that.
0: (laughs) Where you get into, you go over the line in regard to this devotional with medication pharmaceuticals that type of thing where where do you, is it really in the it, it, where is it i mean i don't even know it's because- so
1: hard i have to tell you and i and i really a part of my accountability i think is coming clean about a lot of that stuff i'm going to actually put it in my book too because um it's i feel like the lord was very specific about um he started to strip away substances from me one by one Um, he took the big ones away first. Uh, Nicotine, I was was smoking cigars at the time. Uh, Cigars and alcohol. (laughs) I know. That's crazy. I was inhaling them too. Uh, So took the big ones away, but as after he took the big ones away, he slowly started to strip other ones that I didn't think were drugs. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, And I think it's it's super important because we have to realize there's a like this devotional saying there's a a moral character, a holiness that God calls us to that becomes progressively more intense. It's like a graduate school. It's a internship, the fellowship after you go to graduate school, you go to medical school, then you get a residency, then you get a fellowship. It is literally this this elevation this sanctification process where God's like drawing you closer and being like the, the holier you intend to be, the more I, the more you draw closer to me, the more I draw closer to you.
0: Mm. Well, I hate to bring this up, but this brings up my, my talk that I gave at our home church again, where I, where again, I I have to draw the line between, uh, I was going to say infidels.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> heathens
0: heathens uh, and christians born again christians there's a distinct difference of what I'm talking about is that when you become a born again christian your goal should be to relieve yourself of mind altering medications if you can through prayer and through the power Absolutely. of god and to and, and to really lean on him to get past these things that are causing whatever it may be anxiety um or depression and all those things Uh, and then and then even get into the physical of of pain discomfort like you lean on god to do whatever you can to not
1: absolutely do those things so the question is that the point is just that that's a process yeah for everybody that's not just necessarily happens overnight yeah but we always put in the back of our mind um the goal of being able to do that
0: because it's really hard. And and again, it's just the, the, you know, what I was trying to explain is that when you become a born again, Christian is that, you, you know, God wants all of you, your, your total focus on him. And if you are medicating yourself to get through the day, that's not bringing you closer to him. It's, it's, it's the opposite. And, and I think it brings in this particular scripture or this particular, um, that we're talking to. Why don't we jump in before we get to the comments, because they're really good. Let's go to Leviticus first, because I think it's important to sure. tie those two things together very uh, tightly.
1: But I think, I think we should definitely make a distinction between somebody taking an antidepressant mm-hmm. and cocaine. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that there's a slippery slope mm-hmm. between the two of those. Now, everything else in between, you could find, you know, blood pressure medicine and Uh, Diab- ketamine. Diabetes. You know what I mean? Like, medication. can you do, you know, I mean, this, I mean, there's a lot of people who even think you shouldn't take any Western medicine. I mean, the Christian yep. scientists don't think you should take any of it. Sure. Um, but I think, I, I don't, I definitely don't think that that's our point. But, um,
0: well, blood pride, in some cases, again, it's not totally, you know, this isn't for everybody, but much of my uh, high blood pressure, it was mostly due to my diet. And we have right. total control of that but if we just want to not take care of the temple that god gave us then there we are on a medication that we really don't need if we just were to take care of what god gave us <laughs>
1: well, i mean but sometimes it's
0: hereditary <laughs> yeah that's what i mean not all of it but in many cases uh some of these things can be fixed if we just do better leviticus 19.
1: the lord said to moses speak to the entire assembly of israel and say to them be holy because I, the Lord, your God, am holy. Each of you must respect your mother and father, and you must observe my Sabbaths. I am the Lord, your God. Do not turn to idols or make metal gods for yourselves. I am the Lord, your God. Isn't it interesting, metal gods? How many metal gods do we have these days?
0: (laughs) Cell phone is metal?
1: Yeah, cars, (laughs) houses, buildings. Mm. Fascinating that he used that word.
0: For sure. Uh, do you want to visit any of the other?
1: Oh, so Leviticus nineteen is awesome. I suggest um, that everybody read it at some point and um, go back and read it again. I know Christians like to say we're not subject to the law. Well, we're not subject to the law in terms of damnation, but we are definitely subject to the law in terms of um, respecting God's law and being um, in in our attempt of holiness. So some of these, of course, are no longer relevant to us, but a lot of them are. So other ones, do not steal, do not lie. Oh, the ones that I say that are not relevant are like number nine. When you reap the harvest of your land, do not reap to the very edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. Do not go over your vineyard a second time or pick up the grapes that have fallen. Like that might be relevant to some people who are still harvesting. Anyways, number 11, do not steal, do not lie, do not deceive one another. 12, do not swear falsely by my name and so profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. Do not defraud or rob your neighbor. Do not hold back the wages of a hired worker overnight. Do not curse the deaf or put a stumbling block in front of the blind, but fear your God. <laughs> What you think that's so random? Yeah. Like will you throw like throw a shoe in front of a blind person so they trip. Right. That'd be terrible. Move, move
0: their furniture around in their house. Right. And then leave. Yeah, I don't want to do that.
1: Uh so it goes on. Um, some other ones. Oh, like 19. I guess this is interesting. Keep my decrees. Do not mate different kinds of animals. They did try to do that for a while, didn't they? Try to mate animals, mixed animals. Do not plant your fields with two kinds of seed. Do not wear clothing woven with two different kinds of material mm. but it goes on do not uh 26 do not eat any meat with the blood still in it do not practice divination or seek omens uh number 31 do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritists for you will be defiled by them I am the Lord your God so he doesn't say that they lie he just says going to them defiles you
0: mm. Twenty-eight with my tattoo.
1: Oh I, yeah! Do you not cut your bodies for the dead, or put tattoo marks on yourself. I am the Lord. See, that's the whole point. That's the that's the debate in Christianity is that um, these were the laws that they were required to uphold, or they would be damned. Mm-hmm. For us, it, our damnation is not determined by the laws. Our holiness is determined. Meaning, as we draw closer to God, um, we try to fulfill. Many of them for the sake of holiness.
0: Hmm.
1: I know it's an oh, interesting it's
0: thought, though. Important to understand because I mean, we wouldn't have, there would no be not be any worship teams any longer if tattoos were There's not allowed. There's a lot
1: of people who say tattoos are not allowed. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's a very hotly contested. Subject. What do you guys think about
0: tattoos? If it's uh, written here, that are we not as Christians supposed to get tattoos? And what if you already had the tattoos before, before you came became? That's what a lot
1: of people say. It? Yeah. But that's completely
0: different. I mean, we got one guy at Mariama's, he's in really big trouble.
1: No, but I mean, his face is covered
0: with tattoos. No,
1: but they say that that's different because you're born again. Mm. It's getting them after you're born again.
0: Yeah, good. Yeah, let us know what you think about that, whether you're watching live or on a replay. That'd be really... So, can we get some of these? Yep. Need to get rid of the lower third. Okay. Because it's... uh, Hi,
1: Cindy! Hi, Carrie! I'm so glad we we saw you. Um, How is your husband doing? We hope he's feeling better. And uh, Cindy wants some traveling mercies. She's leaving for Missouri. And Cindy says, pharma is defined in the Bible as sorcery, if I remember correctly. Yes, pharmakia. So a lot of people associate pharmakia, that kind of sorcery, with drugs, intoxicants, pharmakia.
0: And Current day pharmaceutical companies don't don't make it easy to like them because they, you know, gave us the corona vaccine and some other stuff, and right. are not uh, really held to a very high standard these days. So there could be some truth to their evilness.
1: Carrie uh, says, "Yes, I compartmentalize trauma, and God opens it in His time." Amen. Hmm. Yeah, we have to trust God for that. I was telling um, Andy that there was I. Um, this lady was really hyping up. Uh, she's this Catholic therapist, and she was hyping up um biofeedback to me. And she's like, Oh, you gotta try it. It's absolutely non-invasive. You know, it may heal this past trauma. You really would try it, just check it out, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Okay. I told Andy, I'm like, I'm only trying anything once. I was like, let's see what it's like. Oh my God. It was crazy, folks. It was so weird. I I just could not stand it. And again, goes back to the same thing for me where it's like, I walk with the Lord. I'm not, I have nothing against therapy. Um, I think it could be profoundly helpful, but um, you just realize that sometimes depending on where you are and your walk with the Lord, that he, he wants to reveal things and he wants to fix things with you in a certain way in his time and trying to artificially manipulate it externally may not be the best approach. Mm. So yeah, I stopped that. That was weird. It's weird, and <laughs> all you do is watch a TV, you watch a video. Yeah. Watch a video, but it totally tripped me out. I fell asleep, I got nauseous, I felt sick. It was yeah. so weird. Um, oh, next, okay. So he said, yep, different kinds of meds. And uh, Carrie says, Paul said, come as you are, don't get new tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what a lot of people feel. And Eddie is not feeling well. I'm wow. so sorry to hear that. We will definitely add him to the prayer list. And Carrie's saying, my mom and sister both died early from prescription drug addiction. I'm so sorry to hear that. Wow. That is very difficult. And so he says, I think no death tattoos are cuttings for harm, but not against tattoos in general.
0: Death tattoos.
1: Death tattoos. So you're basically saying the image you... Draft on the tattoo is what determines whether it's acceptable or not. That sounds somewhat arbitrary, Cindy. Mm. Well, I don't know. Not saying it's wrong. I don't think there's a rule. But um, so if if it's like if it's a gnarly, nasty tattoo is bad. I mean, that's a bad idea anyways. Right. But um, if it's like faith related, then it's not bad. I don't know what you think
0: yeah i think it's um oops sorry i covered our, our our faces up there we are um you know i often wondered and i'm not sure if this is what sydney's talking about but the, the the faces of people that have passed in your life having their faces tattooed you on, onto you like
1: bad i mean like so maybe we're doing the whole drug thing degrees of bad. Yeah. like heroin bad <laughs> yeah bad like no but amphetamines yeah. prescription amphetamines maybe like is that what we're doing with tattoos maybe if it's jesus's face then we're saying or a cross or a cross or it's small scripture we're like okay yeah. that's okay but if you if you're putting the joke so my, mine
0: is my police dog who saved my life and i when i put him down
1: but you did that before you were a Christian.
0: Yeah. But I'm wondering, because that's where, where I was when Cindy was saying the death tattoos. So after I put him to sleep to honor him, I put him on my shoulder because right. I would not be here today if it was not for him. So yeah, I don't know. It's um <laughs> it's a tough one. I mean, definitely the ones we've seen on some people with it's the devil. <laughs>
1: well, a lot of it, and I mean if they're believers, they obviously Buddhist. did that before. Yep. They came to faith.
0: Yeah, I remember there was one lady I saw at uh at a church. Wow, I almost said the name of the church. Um and she had a, uh, a bunch of idols, uh Buddhist idols and that type of oh. those things on Maybe
1: there. she was like a yogi kind yeah,
0: of yeah, like a yogi before. Um yeah. So it made you think like, well, does she like it because she likes the picture or does she used to be Buddhist? Mm-hmm. Like what's the backstory? What, yeah, what's the backstory? But that's what it makes you wonder. You know, you almost want to ask them, like, hey can you tell me a little bit about your tattoos but you don't want to call them out at church no that would be that wouldn't be good um what's going on here let's see motivation what's the motivation behind the tattoo
1: yeah i don't know and so then carrie says cindy if it's the motivation is good then can it be ignored or did i miss something and cindy's saying no that's not it and carrie's asking her to explain yeah yeah it's hard to say it in in a couple sentences but we will wait for cindy's reply
0: yeah yeah so tough i mean my my oldest daughter has a whole bunch of tattoos i think most of it was because we told her not to get a tattoo yeah i
1: can't yeah. i can't wait to see what that looks like in my in my daughter too like the 18 year and older yeah release what that's going to look like, <laughs> <laughs> just
0: like What the heck is going on oh
1: it's boy. so
0: beautiful like and you just go why why do you want to do that because I mean, so, so many times now I'm not, again, I have a, a tattoo, so I'm not putting down people who have tattoos, but I just see so many tattoos. Like right now you might be a fan of the Simpsons, you know, when you're 19 Yes. <laughs> or Beavis and Butthead. And so you get a Beavis and Butthead. I
1: was like obsessed with Hello Kitty. <laughs> yeah. And 10 years, you're really going to want that big Hello Kitty tattoo? Yeah. I don't when know. When you're
0: working at a, you know, trying to get a job at a, you know, a, a law firm, mm-hmm. you know, You know, it's one of the things that uh, I've noticed, too, with the law enforcement officers, we were never allowed to get tattoos that were visible below the sleeve. uh, And we weren't allowed to wear beards.
1: Same Um, in the military. Now those guys are covered. Yeah.
0: And I was like, who cares? I see cops all the time that have these weird tattoos. Right. That, uh, you know. And And big beards. (laughs) Big beards. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't understand it. Like In Disneyland, you used to not be able to have a mustache and tattoos and a bunch of stuff. And then suddenly that all changed. So, you know, we'll see where the world's gonna go in the next next few years. Uh, the cutting part of it is the, is those uh, designs that people put in their skin. Yes. Uh, through cutting of the skin into the healing process. Keloiding. Uh, oh, what's that called? Keloiding. I was gonna ask, as you know, that was my question. Like what, what is called? that called? Yeah, I had a lot of
1: friends that keloided. Oh, really? Because in in when I was young, you couldn't get tattoos, really. Mm. So they would just do that with a pin.
0: Wow. There's a uh, restaurant in Fullerton that I used to go to um, called Hopscotch. And mm-hmm. there was a waitress there, and she had cut her tongue. So it looks like a snake.
1: What do you mean?
0: She cut her tongue in, in the down the center, and her tongue is like Snitch. that.
1: Yeah. And she had it sewn back up again? Or how do you do that?
0: I don't know, I don't even know. Like uh, she would come and then she would talk and then you would see this lizard tongue come out.
1: And you couldn't you I, I, had to say something. Oh yeah, I, I go, know you did. I know. I know you did. What,
0: like why'd you do that? And you don't wanna know her answer, but- it, I wanna know the answer.
1: <laughs> Can you make it a PG version? I want, well, you to know, know the answer? You
0: know why. But, but it's horrible, like that's so, not good i mean it's that's so i mean the snake in the bible you know is yeah is, is a is evil
1: is that why she did it
0: I, I i don't i don't have i don't i don't know
1: oh i thought you knew you just didn't watch well it. i know
0: that's what she told me mm.
1: was it but it wasn't physical it wasn't. intimacy thing yes okay
0: yes Am uh there
1: lipstick on my face right here
0: no but yeah, I mean, people do some really, uh, you know, unusual things, and it's so hard for me to say because I'm sure people are watching. They go, "Well, I'm not watching this anymore because now I'd be saying bad things about, you know, the stuff." But you know, just just consider when, especially when you're young. And as I tell my kids all the time, is that "Don't just really put some thought into it and really think: Am, am I going to still want this or like this once I once I do this? There's no changing back." Essentially. I mean, there's, I'm sure some surgery and some procedures, but my gosh, you know, you really got to think about these things you're doing today is a 18 early 20 year old person. Yes. Um, that uh, is going to, it's going to be with you for the rest of your life. And you're going to explain it. It's going to be the pain in the butt. Um, how about some of these comments? Which one do you think we need to? Good um
1: city uh, said it's hard to explain in a couple sentences yeah. so she's probably gonna send us an audio message in messenger and um carrie's still back on the girl split her tongue <laughs> yes she <Yeah. laughs> she cut a things to make it I like a lizard tongue
0: yeah i mean it's not i mean they the people do that with their ears oh know, yeah big gigantic droopy ears With and uh, i've seen
1: people in church like that that have now taken out those things and you know the ear doesn't grow back
0: yeah so now droopy. they have a
1: big no, but a big hole, drooping. Uh, There's a giant hole in the ear.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna. If yeah, you're just thinking of fight, somebody could grab that. Yeah. I mean, I think about those things all the time <laughs> because as a police officer, um, we're very cautious. Now, I mean, it's ridiculous what cops are wearing on their on their uniforms today. But you have to be aware that uh, that's me. I have to go out.
1: Oh, I thought if I go out, yeah. no,
0: um, is that when you're in a fight, you know, the people it. it there's no rules yeah and they'll start grabbing stuff
1: absolutely you got
0: to be aware of uh uh of what it is people can grab onto in the hole in your ear (laughs) can you imagine you had a hold of somebody's ear right like like sticking your finger in there how horrible would that
1: be i'm just gonna tear it
0: (laughs) yeah so nasty um anything else on this scripture on can can we take this any further
1: no be holy. For your Lord God is holy. And
0: don't move the furniture around for blind people. Don't want to do that. No. No, because it's it's in the Bible. Absolutely. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, So today we had a really um, uh, good time over at uh, Calvary Chapel East Anaheim with Pastor Bob. I just like saying Pastor Bob. It sounds so funny. (laughs) Pastor Bob and uh, Amir Safardi came on. And, you know, uh, we're used to seeing him at at Chino Hills. But... uh, Um, Amir had pretty much free reign to, you know, some really good explanations about what's happening in the world. Do you want to talk about what what was one of your takeaways from today's message from Amir Safardi? Uh,
1: the, one of the questions was, um, what does this reveal? Um, how does it draw us closer to the prophetic timeline? And, um, what I loved about it is that if you are a student of all the old Testament and all of the chapters Mm -hmm. of God talking about um when he brings them back to Israel and he will gather them from the four winds and they will be scattered and then they will draw them back and there will be a time when there there'll be it'll be desolate but then it'll be um plenty again and you think to yourself how are they gonna come back like what why would what would make all the Jews go back and you think when they establish Israel, okay, all the Jews would go back. But no, why would they leave their, you know, especially those living in Western countries? And he says, that the, the amount of people that are coming to Israel now after the terrorist attack, he says, is extraordinary, exponential growth. So people, as they see what's happening around the world and the that they're the rise of anti-Semitism, they're frightened by it. And it's encouraging them to go back to Israel, to draw closer to God. It's reducing the secularism, the divided side of the country, what um, the devil meant for evil is being used for good. You know, God will use it for good. Mm. And, um, I thought that was just fascinating.
0: Well, going back to Israel, you, they know that there is an army to protect them. And right here, right. even in the United States, we're not sure that our government would use the army to protect Jews. We don't <laughs> I mean, know they,
1: if they, who, if they'd protect us, they're, not protecting, Jews.
0: they're not protecting the white house from uh, Hamas. Right no, now.
1: They're not protecting Christians from no. anyone.
0: Uh, we might, we may go to Israel. We may go to Israel too. <laughs> it may be safe. Can you imagine that when you see what's happening in Israel, we're actually thinking, and, and Amir said it, it, it might be safer to go to Israel right? than, than stay at home. So crazy. <laughs> A little tiny little. Well, country. I mean, so here's the thing. I bother Andy about
1: this all the time that he doesn't, he doesn't walk around packing enough, but uh To conceal carry, what I meant by packing. Uh, But like our kids came home today and and our son was saying that they were just walking um, on the beach and a bunch of Palestinian supporters came and were shouting and and chanting and wearing like hats and like face covers and stuff. And I told Andy, I was like, you don't know where you could be at any given moment. I mean, we both wear crosses that somebody comes up in your face and is like hey, you support the Jews, or, you know, like, you don't know what they would say that could instigate um, a fight. Just how life-threatening everyday occurrences has gotten.
0: Yeah, this was uh, Laguna Beach in Orange County. They they weren't even in L.A. It's such a
1: white area, you know?
0: And it's uh, predominantly a gay area. I just said that my son went there, but my son went there with his girlfriend. Yeah, it's very, very... I didn't um, know that. Yeah, very... um, What's the word i'm looking for it's 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 known for same-sex friendly yes <laughs> yeah thank you for that no, you. oh yeah 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 very high uh, community of um, a large community of uh, gays um but yeah it's interesting they go there it's also um where our friend glenn often goes and and street preaches
1: yeah absolutely Well. Irvine, my daughter noticed this too. She's like, there's a lot of, we call them Muzzies. It's an inside joke. A lot of Muslims call them Muzzies Muzzies, uh, Muslims Muzzies. And um, there's a lot of Muslims in Irvine. Mm. There's tons. Uh, and so it's just the rise of anti Semitism should be unsettling for all of us. And that's another point that I love about what Amir was saying. He's like, folks, Read your Bible, get off of YouTube, and make sure you are on the right side. Um, read your Bible and understand God's heart for the Jewish people. Otherwise, if you listen to the news or you listen to your friends and you think that this is a just war that the Palestinians are fighting and this is over land, and they is, you know, and the Israelis are being too brutal, and blah, 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 blah. He's like, you can end up on the wrong side of God in this fight. And um, if it is in fact speeding towards our prophetic timeline and that the antichrist is revealed, do not want to, it's life threatening, eternity threatening to be on the wrong side of that. Mm. Uh, and it was actually during COVID when um, the, all these things that were happening about and after the election and that president Trump, that the election was stolen and that all this stuff that QAnon was saying that he was still a president and, all the stuff over there, the Illuminati. And I, I was going down all of these rabbit holes and I'll never forget the Lord was like, keep your eyes on me, stop this. Like just stop going down these rabbit holes, keep your eyes on me. And it was so valuable for me because I was still also a very relatively new Christian. And I just, I found myself getting unnerved by all of the crazy um alternative scenarios. I don't want to say conspiracy theories, but all the alternative scenarios that were being posited by
0: mm-hmm.
1: our people. Cause I don't, I don't listen to the other side. So it's just on our side of the fence. It was just, I don't know. It was just bananas.
0: <laughs> Carrie says she is
1: a prophecy watcher. This, we know about Carrie and <laughs> things are converging fast.
0: Yes. Amir said that, that, that it just begins to get faster and faster yes uh, and we do see that just I mean if we could see it in our lifetime it is pretty amazing yeah. considering how many thousands of years two thousands of years have gone by be you know without what we see happening now absolutely in the in the last just in the existence of, years.
1: of the state of Israel
0: yeah uh, my uh, my takeaway was when he talked about that the the attack on Israel was not from other countries that it was from uh, other proxy organizations within other countries. Terror groups. So um, Hezbollah, uh, not a not a country, but yet they're attacking from the north. Um, and then uh, what are the other groups? Uh, the Houth- Is it the Houthis? Who are the other groups? Uh,
1: so the Houthis are from the Yemenis. So he's like, it's yeah. not the Yemenis government. Right. It's the Houthis, which is guerilla, basically a guerrilla group. Hezbollah is. Hezbollah actually has seats in the parliament of Lebanon, but it's not the actual country of Lebanon attacking. Yeah. It's Hezbollah
0: attacking. The, the, the country hasn't uh, declared, declared war. Declared war.
1: Same with Syria. Same with Jordan. Same with Egypt.
0: So I think that's a, it. Was an important point to understand. Absolutely. That uh, we, especially with the United States, we have to be well aware of that these groups are in our country. Yes. And so we. It's not like like Syria is going to attack us. The government is going to suddenly send boats over and the you know the navy and all they that kind of stuff. To. No, it's just, it's just these uh, organized groups that uh, have been coming across our border for the last three years and organizing. Not that they weren't here before, right? But um, we we um, we would definitely have to be packing.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm relying on you.
0: I went and got more ammo. I'm just going to make it a regular thing. Just I'm going to stock up on the ammo. Um, And I know the FBI is watching the video right now. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, we just got to be prepared. Uh, Some of the things that I do naturally, you know, I suggest to you, especially your husbands or men in your lives, is that you sit in restaurants in a position that you can see, um, you know, the door. Um, Be aware of where the exits are. Be aware
1: prepared. of your surroundings period. people dropping backpacks? Yeah uh, I am obsessed with that because of course I did Islamic terrorism so I'm always obsessed with people leaving packages
0: behind. Yeah. this isn't a show to scare you or I mean, these aren't comments to scare you. this is just where we're at. Um, try not to go places alone where uh, you're not familiar with the surroundings. Um, do your best take your take a friend with you and, uh, and go in, in groups. I mean, we can see these videos. When we see some of these videos on Instagram, or uh, you know, whether we're watching Dan Bongino or Steve Bannon and some of the other people that we like to watch, when they share these videos of people being attacked, they're almost always alone when, oh. they're, when they're attacked, and um, and have no way. And because uh, the attacker, the aggressor, w- wants to win. They don't want to lose a fight. They don't want to be overpowered, and so they're going to pick their victim. Right. Um, Who's not paying attention who's alone who's not disarmed in the sense they don't have a gun but just n- not oblivious n- not ready not yeah. prepared um i try to walk um with a sense of uh you know
1: i do that like, when i like, buy like myself purpose too.
0: like uh and and look at people in the eye i don't look down i don't uh I, but i don't stare them down either but I, I'll smile at them and say hi. <laughs> but I'm also watching them and watching their hands. It's just a way of uh, life, and and Hetty was fully aware of it. Um, and she's hung around and other cops, and I, I know. But um, she'll always ask me, "Where do you want to sit?" Always. I, I don't know that we've gone anywhere where you didn't say, "Where do you want to sit? <laughs> what seat? And how do you want to? Where do you want to face?" Or, or you'll even catch it. You'll say, well, come you're sitting there?" And I'll say, "Well, the football game's on."
1: I <laughs> <gonna> have priorities. <laughs> <laughs>
0: on a plane, you know, when I, I, the, the kids thought I was crazy. I think I, I, uh, I sent a, a picture or a video. I can't remember what I was doing. I, I think I was taking a video on the plane and I sent it to the kids and said, who do you see? What, what do you see? Who are the oh, people, right. who are the people that we need to be, I need to be worried about? Um, who are the people that are going to help me when we get into a fight? And they thought I was joking and I was serious. I mean, when you get on a plane, I look and see who the friendlies are. And who are the people that I'm uh, slightly concerned with? Right. <laughs> but it's just, it, it, everything's about time, time and space. And if you have the heads up uh, where you can either seek cover or seek escape or uh, know that, you know, our, the, the, the space between me and him, because uh, it's usually him, usually, um, is is less but the escape route is greater so you have to make that in your head you got to make this decision i know that my escape route is way too far so i'm gonna have to fight (laughs) there's there's nowhere for me to go (laughs) so you're just making these these calculations uh in your head about based on where people are and where they're sitting and who they are and what they look like and um and it's just kind of but you it's a habit that you develop
1: yeah i mean um I had taught my daughter very early on um, to pay attention to shopping malls because so many actually we are, are a shopping mall close by to where we lived in Maryland was hit, too. If you remember the whole round of um, a lot of the ISIS attacks were in shopping malls, just going and, you know, firing bullets at people in shopping malls. Mm. And so I often tell her I was like, you know, in the same thing happened in a movie. This happened to us at three separate occasions, four to me, three when I was with my daughter, um, where an alarm goes off when i said um like a fire alarm goes off in a in a mall and i grab her hand and i run and she's like why are we running nobody else is moving and i was like cuz that's what the stupid people do is they stay put and then they get shot with the guy you know i mean they, they somebody pulled the alarm for a reason even if it's false folks run out and wait until somebody tells you it's false um but for the most part, i just all just run. I was in a movie theater, same thing. I heard an alarm. I bolted. Because I don't, I don't want to be stuck there waiting yeah. to figure out, like, why did somebody pull an alarm? Um, the, usually it's to warn people that something is wrong. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just being aware of, again, leaving bags behind. Somebody, like, starts walking and then drops a shopping bag and starts walking without the bag. You'd be like, well, wait a minute, what is this guy doing? And I don't go looking to the bag. I run, run the other stay direction. Away from the bag, yeah. You stay away from the bag. You don't go to investigate what's in the bag, like in the movies where they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I hear weird sounds. Let's go down and hear what that is about. It's a ticking noise. Now, run. <laughs> the rule is run, hide,
0: fight. Just remember, the lion catches the slowest deer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, i will be the last one. That's also a saying in, uh, in, in foot pursuits. We only, we, only, we only catch the slowest criminal
1: right? The fat one yeah. that can't run. <laughs> Great.
0: <laughs> so All right.
1: Carrie's asking about these sponge bombs in the tunnels. I've actually never heard of them. I don't follow mm. this as closely as Andy does. Have you ever seen the sponge bombs? Yeah, I've,
0: I've been hearing about them. I got to look uh, into them a little bit more. Uh, so uh, I can't answer that question. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been hearing about it lately. There's always some new I don't want to say technology because it sounds like it's really smart, but they're, they're always looking for new Taxis. ways. Um, like the shoe bomber, you know, that was kind of a new Oh, thing.
1: I thought she said the IDF is doing it. I think yeah, that was a I way don't... to not kill them and put the, but to close the tunnels. I love that idea.
0: That yeah. crazy
1: yellow stuff to put oh, all yeah. that in and fill they the just tunnels. just spray it in there. And then, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I've been hearing about that it. So Amir has cool. been actually talking about it on uh, Telegram and I go, God, I got to look that up and see what that's all about.
1: Right. That's probably but, where Carrie heard it too.
0: I like oh the other thing that he said today <laughs> and i and i felt people kind of get a little uneasy in the in the sanctuary oh, when he, he goes okay so first we're going to take over the you know the, the north and then take over the south and then and then he was talking about how the military was going to essentially take over gaza and then they had these tunnels he goes and then we're just going to fill them up with water and we're going to drown them
1: <laughs> did he say that i totally missed that
0: yeah <laughs> and i go yeah. I mean, it t- sounds good to me. I mean, it sounds totally reasonable. These guys are monsters. I mean, they're, they're monsters. They don't deserve, you know, much uh, more thought than that. But, uh, yeah, I just felt, I felt I people didn't kind of going, that
1: sounds a little harsh. If you're underground, something's wrong. Right. Cause if you have nothing to hide, you should be above ground. Right. Right. But you should not be underground so i think that's their that's their measuring stick yeah which is fair
0: because essentially what he's saying and this makes total sense is that much of their uh the the, the people who are fighters the fighters uh, the terrorists there's thousands of them underground right now he and fights. what and what they're doing uh, based on what he was t- saying today is they're they're just waiting for um the IDf to come in and just blow up the buildings and take a bunch of people that are in custody that are probably, you know, they're probably setting them up. They're saying, you know, For Hey, sure. you have low seniority. I need you to be out where they can catch you and For give them sure. the idea that they're catching all of us. And then when that, when it's like quiet out on the surface, then we're going to come out in
1: like, like killer beavers. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Terrorist beavers.
1: Right? <laughs> you think <know>, Big Bang?
0: <laughs> that's hysterical. <laughs> but, yes, but that's what he said. You know, we're just going to make sure once, once we get everybody cleared out, then we're just going to fill up the holes with water and uh, drown.
1: Now, would they drown or would they just float downstream like a big um, no, amusement park?
0: Well, they're just tunnels. I mean, they're going to plug up the uh, exits and then fill up oh, the water.
1: Oh, they plug the exits. Yes. But then what do they do about the hostages
0: well they're hoping they get those find the location of the hostages oh first, first. Okay. yeah we're not talking like tomorrow okay it's okay. going to be months you know i'm sure down the road um but they are uh based on what he was saying today is that they're just they're taking over the gaza know and, that's gonna look like yeah it's gonna be interesting yeah the, a, especially the after yeah like what happens after all of this is yeah
1: done. fascinating
0: hmm. i trust them I actually trust Israel's army, not, the, arm, not the, the troops, the leadership of the army. For sure. More than our leadership right now, who's more concerned about making sure that LGBTQ and all that is, oh, is prevalent.
1: So <laughs> I
0: mean, we saw what, what our leadership, again, not the grunts, the people, that, you know, all the fighters, all the soldiers, all the people that do, do the real work, they're all fantastic.
1: Supposedly, actually, you could confirm this for me. I saw some clip that they're trying to censure Jean-Pierre because she's just abject lying to the public constantly. Yeah. And they just want to put her salary at why, zero why, or why, something why or one dollar. Yeah,
0: they did that to, uh, to uh, what's his name? The gay guy. What's his name? Uh, that runs the roads and the transportation.
1: The one that was stealing suitcases. Mayor, Mayor
0: no. <laughs> Mayor Pete. What's Mayor Pete? Pete, uh, what's his name? I don't Somebody's know. gonna tell us in like 30 seconds. Uh, but they, I think they they, they dropped his salary down to a dollar because he's doing such a horrible job. Like you can't pay. And I, that's that's Wait, one and thing. Wait,
1: that they stay with their salaries a dollar? I
0: guess, I, I don't, I haven't, uh, there's so much other stuff happening. I just saw like a little blip came up on my phone. Oh wow. They voted to bring uh, Mayor Pete's pay down to a dollar because he's. That's
1: what they were it, doing <laughs> to jump here. I wonder if it passed.
0: They should.
1: Like she just literally lies about everything. She's the worst. She just comes on the stage and lies.
0: Yeah. The, the thing is that nothing is clear in this administration. And then every time she speaks, she goes, well, we've been very clear. No, no. I've every- <laughs> <laughs> never been clear.
1: Nothing's, clear. Nothing's
0: clear. Nothing's clear. But yet, you know. You're they- <laughs>
1: clearly doing a bad job.
0: <laughs> it's like when I interview bad guys, you know, in the first sentence out of the mouth. Well, to be honest, I want to. And they- as soon as they, everything after that was a lie. Like yep. You can't start with, to be honest, because you know that they're not telling the truth.
1: Hi, Lisa. Pete uh, Buttigieg, Buttigieg. Yes.
0: Uh, Pete Buttigieg. Good Jeg, evening, Jeg.
1: Lisa. Yes. Great pictures of your family, by the way.
0: Yes. Saw those too. Gorgeous. Yeah. Adorable. But, uh, judge phonetic. Yeah. I love that. All right. Prayer time. Uh, Eddie? Yes. Um, and traveling
1: horses for Cindy.
0: Cindy and we got word today that uh, Paul Byer, who is often on our broadcast, he uh, he's doing fine. He had his stitches taken out of his chest, I guess. Oh my goodness! Where they the surgery, but then his wife what was out uh, taking care of the horses because he can't because he's you know not. They have to. horses. They have horses. Wow. And the hor- one of the horses, uh, ran over her knocked oh, her over and ran happened over. that's
1: to me. It's horrible.
0: Yeah. And so she's, so both of them, you know, are now lying like in
1: bed. No, <laughs>
0: I don't mean to be laughing. He wrote the post. So he kind of like, you should see us walking oh. around, We're, we're like, like limping around and he's got like a hole in his chest. And,
1: oh, uh, well, they need to and catch I know
0: Paul. So just uh, understand that he oh, he's probably, he's probably laughing right You guys need to right catch over.
1: a break. What is going on for you two?
0: <laughs> horse ran over Oh, it's, it's you know, need prayer,
1: Yeah, I like you every time you look at your life and you're thinking, "Oh my God, I got so many problems right now, just be like, well, at least I didn't get run over by horse.
0: <laughs> sorry, Terry. Yes, we Terry, love you, we're Paul, so sorry. but
1: that's that's a that's a story for the
0: ages. Well, oh. Paul doesn't see this.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he's gonna
0: see it. Oh my gosh.
1: He won't mind though. He knows <laughs> we love him. Yes.
0: All right, let's go. Let's pray for. All of our friends.
1: Oh, Lord, uh, have mercy on us. Um, We are living in such difficult times and our physical bodies are weak, Lord. This tent that is decaying and decomposing until you give us our glorified bodies, Lord, and you take us out of here. Um, We ask that you keep us as healthy as possible, Um, that you give Eddie uh, good health and a recovery and a restoration, Lord. And for Paul, Paul and his wife is Terry.
0: Terry here.
1: Paul and Terry, Lord, you have been plaguing them with so much um, physical difficulties, Lord. We ask that you lift that from them and that you give them healing and bring complete restoration to their bodies, wholeness and um, just goodness, Lord, filled with spirit and love. And uh, for all of our friends, we ask that you bless Cindy as she goes about um, traveling and um for all of our friends and family lord that you bless and protect us that you have your face to shine upon us lord uh we're so grateful to be believers we're so grateful to be in the family of god ah and i'd like to say a prayer for ian hersey ali a new princess warrior that you have welcomed to the kingdom lord we are so grateful to have her on our side she is definitely a fighter Um, And she knows so much and such a brilliant mind. I hope that um, she will come into the kingdom with passion and with drive to help um, encourage the body of believers to defend what we believe. She's a great defender of freedom and and of our way of life, Lord. And so we welcome her into the family. Uh, We love you and we honor you. We ask that you bring faith, faith to all of our loved ones, Lord, that are far from you. Um, it's in the mighty name of Jesus that we ask all things. Amen.
0: Amen. Do you want to just share just a little bit about your friends? Ian Hersey.
1: yeah. Ian Hersi Ali, a lot of you may know who she is. She's a former parliamentarian um, of Dutch, Dutch parliamentarian, uh, who escaped had to leave her country because of the death threats for apostasy. Came to the United States. Uh, I met her in D.C. several times. We crossed paths and, and think tanks. Um, she left Islam to be an atheist, and she recently came into the kingdom and said that, you know, she couldn't find um, solace in the atheist communities, because here we were fighting communism, socialism, Marxism, um, moral decay, and she says that the, the values of Western society that she cherished so much were are actually Judeo-Christian values, and um, they're premised on a foundation of God's law. And she wanted to be a part of that kingdom, which is so awesome because honestly, she's a brilliant mind and, and from the times that I had met her, um, very she seemed troubled. Uh, and as she describes it in her article, um, she had a God hole. And uh, it's such a blessing when God gives you a God hole because you don't give up until you find him. Uh, so. I'm so happy that the Lord filled that hole for her and that we hope that he continues to move mightily in her life and um, see her do very cool things for the kingdom.
0: Awesome. That's great news. All right, my friends, we love you. God bless you. God bless. We'll talk to you later. Take care. Bye.